0: Effective Living with Reverend Henry Hubert. May you be blessed as you listen. Now, the message. I started teaching on a new series that I titled The Jesus Model of Increase. The Jesus Model of Increase. Our key text is in the book of Luke chapter 2. Verse 52. And some, some people should memorize the scripture by now. It says, And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. I, I said that the Bible was very intentional about specifying these three areas of Jesus' life where there was significant increase. And the reason is God wants us who are Christians, who are followers of Christ, to see the importance of increasing in these three areas and do the same in our lives. Because the success of Jesus' ministry could be traced to these three important areas of his life where he saw increase. Now, we have looked at wisdom, how to increase in wisdom. Three ways to increase in wisdom is to ask God for wisdom and to be a committed student of scripture. The third way to increase in wisdom is to associate with wise people. Today, I'm, talk- I'm taking the second area that Jesus increased in. Jesus increased in wisdom, then he also increased in stature. Everybody says stature. The word stature in literal, in ordinary English, it means height. It also means status. So if you look into the dictionary, the meaning of the word stature is height or status. That is how it is used literally in our today's English. But if you look at the Biblical usage of this word in Bible times, it means a little much more than the literal meaning. And I want us to read the book of Ephesians four thirteen and see an example. That till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. The measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. The word stature there, It was used to imply the level of authority of Christ. He said the measure of the stature. That scripture doesn't mean we should all grow to the exact height that Jesus had when he was on earth. In fact, how are you going to be able to know his height? But he said we must all grow to come to that place where we have a measure of stature. The same as that of Christ. We read the book of 1 Samuel 2, 26, 1 Samuel 2. It said, and the child Samuel grew in stature. This scripture wasn't referring to his height. It was referring to his, his level of maturity, his level of spiritual authority. It said, the child Samuel grew in stature and in favor both with the Lord and man. You see, this scripture is quite similar to the life of Jesus. Quite similar. The only difference is that in the case of Samuel, there's no mention of the word wisdom. But there's a mention of stature and favor with God and man. So the word stature in biblical usage, it means maturity. Maturity. That means it's not enough to increase in age. Increasing in age alone is not enough for success, Oh, um, I'm old. That is nothing. If your being old does not make you matured, then your age is just a number. It's just a number and has no significance to your life. But as you grow in age, you must grow in maturity. You must also grow in your level of authority. And when we say level of authority, we are talking about in spiritually. And it also means ranking, ranking mean ranking in the Spirit, because there are different levels of the Spirit. I'll talk about that um, shortly. The word stature, we need to understand when the Bible said Jesus increased in stature. He was talking about his level of maturity, level of authority, and his ranking in the Spirit. He wasn't born a mature person. He grew to become matured. Jesus was not born with, you know, an automatic stature, the the ultimate power, no. He was God who became a man. And becoming a man means that he was born to have all the natural abilities of a human being. He had to grow to become what he, he needed to be in order to fulfill his calling. So today, I want you to know that God has a great plan for your life, but that plan is just a potential. You see, you can be here and you, are, you were born to be a great person. You were born to be a great entrepreneur, a great leader, a, in a global figure. But you have to grow and mature into that. Dr. Otabu gave an example that somebody could meet your parent and said, this child is going to be a great lawyer. That could be God's plan and purpose. But supposing that child is growing and he refuses to go to school, how is he going to become a lawyer? Can you become a lawyer just because God said so? No. There's a process that you have to go through. You have to go through school to the university, then you go to the law school, and then you write the professional exam. So there's a process. So Jesus came as the Savior of the world, but this scripture tells us that he had to go through a process process of developing his maturity, his spiritual authority, to be able to handle what Adam couldn't handle. Jesus handled what Adam couldn't handle. Now, there are two dimensions of stature. Stature, well, the word stature is, has two dimensions. We have the spiritual stature and the physical stature. So when we talk about spiritual stature, we are talking about your level of authority and ranking in the spirit. The day you give your life to Jesus, you become a spirit being. You become a spirit being. Because a new life is born into you. According to John chapter 3, verse 6, it said, That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. So you become a spirit being. But being a spirit being, you need to to know something. That there are levels in the spirit. What you can handle spiritually depends on what level you are spiritually. If you want to be able to master a level of control, a level of success, as far as spiritual things are concerned, you need to know how to increase your spiritual stature. Otherwise, you will be a child of God. You will enjoy God's love, but you will have limits when it comes to the spirit realm. You will have limits. You will have difficulty when it comes to spiritual things. For instance, somebody will need to use a whole year of prayer to overcome one demonic obstacle. Somebody else will use a week and somebody else will use a day. The difference is the level of each person's spiritual stature. So if you don't increase in spiritual stature, what happens is that your victory in the spirit is very slow. And sometimes you end up running to places for prayer all the time because little, little, little things, you cannot handle it. Little things, you cannot deal with it. And one of the ways that you can really discern this is how you handle battles in your dreams. When you see yourself running away every time (laughs) in your dreams, it is communicating something to you. When you realize you are always afraid, when it comes to spiritual things, every little thing scares you it tells you that your level of stature is very low. When you are afraid of even saying, I bind every spirit fight, you know, fighting against my life, you, know, you are even scared. Say, so, hey, this thing I'm saying, let's be careful. When you, 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 get, uh, you feel afraid of saying, tonight I declare no demonic power will fly over this house. Then you say, hey, after, after saying the one I'm going to sleep, what is going to happen to me? So in the book of Acts chapter 19 verse 13, I want to show you an example of spiritual stature in Acts chapter 19 verse 13. Then some of the itinerant Jewish exorcists took upon themselves to call the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, we exorcise you by the Jesus whom Paul preaches. So the Bible said there were some guys who were exorcists. An exorcist is somebody who can drive demons out of a person. So these guys already had the ability to drive demons out. But they realized that Paul could do it more easier. What it takes them one year to drive out, Paul could just do it with his eyes closed. So they said, no, let's study these guys' secrets. So they went studying. Then they said, oh, we got a trick. He just used a name, a name. And the name of what? Jesus. So they they said, now we can do it easy. So they caught one demon-possessed person. And they said, we exorcise you by the Jesus whom Paul preaches. That means you can say what somebody else is saying and not get the result the person is getting. Spiritual things is not jargons. You can learn somebody's tongues and get nowhere with it. You can shout and scream more than somebody else and achieve little. It is you first before what you are saying. Even the name of Jesus, powerful name, But you first, before that name, the level of impact it produces. So you can go and buy oil somewhere, but it is you first, before the oil. It is you first, before the oil. It is you first, before anything else, you know. So we exercise you by Jesus whom Paul preaches, verse 14. Also, there were seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, who did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? So demonic spirits respect ranking in the spirit. When you talk, they know the level from which you are talking and they respect and obey the level from which you are talking from. So how much you can control in the spirit, how much you can prevail over in the spirit, how much you can achieve spiritually, depends on your stature, your spiritual stature. And this is very important because we know as Christians that victory in real life is only possible by the victory you achieve first in the spirit. If somebody wants to destroy you physically, he does it first spiritually. Somebody wants to mess you up, most of the time, they, they try to do it first spiritually. So somebody can Go to the shrine and take your name there or take your picture there. And for information, it's very easy to get your picture now, even if you don't put it on, as your DP. Even if you say, I won't be on Facebook because I don't want anybody to take my picture anyway. It's still easy to get your picture. So better put your picture there and grow your stature. I mean, you can't keep running away from the devil the rest of your life. You know, a pastor told me, you know, I don't put my real date of birth because our will take it. I said, it's very easy to find your date of birth put it there and increase your stature so that when somebody takes you to the shrine, you'll come back and realize that it did nothing. But it depends on you. I, I, I remember many years ago, a member of this church who was a student in Legon, he met some two people in the evening he was going for, to, to study. He met two people and they charmed her. And they said, bring your phone. And he, he, she gave it to them. And they, they said, do you have any money there? And she said yes, and they, she gave it to them. And then they asked her, "Take us to your hostel." And then she took them there and opened the door. And then they said, "Give us your laptop. do you have a laptop?" She said yes. Give it, give it. Then she gave it. Do you have any money uh, in your suitcase? She said yes. Yeah. Everything they wanted, she gave them everything. And then they left. And after they left, her face cleared. They charmed her, so she came to church on Sunday. She came to church on Sunday, and she said, Pastor, how did the charm work on me? I said, I should be asking you that question. Why did the charm work? Because that charm is not supposed to work on everybody. Why did it work? It's your, it's your spiritual life. Your, your level in the Spirit. I remember also um, a member of this church, you know, during the, our early days of... You no, know, like when I took over this church not long, we, we used to pray for this church, and then this church member told me one night he decided to pray and uh, and deal with the principality of this community all by himself. And after that prayer, he started having attacks. In the night, people will appear in his room physically. Like not, like he will see them in a dream that they have appeared physically. Harassing him, so many things. So after two weeks of suffering in the night, he came to me and I, I lay hands on him and, I, and I, I, I rebuke everything and, and then he stopped. What you can handle? You know, I remember Bishop Tudor Bismarck gave this testimony. He was in, in the London for a program and in the night, he saw a principality, a demonic entity in the spirits. And the Lord told me, that is the principality that is ruling the whole of um, London. And he was going to deal with, Deal with the spirits in the night. And the Lord told him, Don't, don't. Somebody else with a higher stature will come and deal with it. So leave it alone. So, what you can handle spiritually depends on your stature. And there are powers fighting you, there are powers contending against your life, there are powers from, from the family you were born into that you have to master, that you have to conquer, that you have to prevail over. And your ability to do that depends on your spiritual stature. we we'll read another scripture in uh, Matthew 17 from verse 15. Matthew 17 from verse 15. He said, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, Oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? Jesus was saying, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. In other words, how long will it take you to begin to deal with certain little, little things? How long will it take you to be able to stand by yourself in your house. And say, Satan, this whole place, you are not allowed. And Jesus rebuked the demon. So the epilepsy was caused by a demon. And Jesus rebuked the demon. And it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. That, this is the reason why Jesus increased in stature. Because he was coming to deal with things that are heavy duty issues. He rebuked the demon and he came out from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief. For I shall say to you, if you have faith as a master seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible to you. In other words, stature is measured by what happens when you talk. Stature is evaluated by what happens when you talk. When you say change, does it happen? When you say open doors, does doors open? When you say healing, does healing take place? Stature is not cheap talk. Stature is not cheap talk. the outcome of your words, your words. Verse 21, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Amen. So the disciples realized that the same way Jesus spoke to the demon, they said the same thing, but the demon did not go out. Praise God. They said the same thing, but this year God wants you to increase in stature because some powers must leave you for good. Some powers must surrender to you for good. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Mark chapter 5 from verse 1. I remember one day I invited a friend of mine to come and speak at Miracle Service. And uh, that day I wasn't feeling well. So I asked him to come and preach, minister for me at Miracle Service. Those were days I didn't have a laptop. He had this nice laptop. Cute. And uh, no, so I invited him, and he came, opened the laptop, and then he started preaching. After 15 minutes, he said, bow down your heads and let us pray. So I test myself, what's happening? We have been preaching for 15 minutes. Bow down your heads and let us pray. So he, we, he, we bowed down our heads, and he prayed. Then he continued preaching, and then um, he prayed for people. But when we closed, it, said, "Osovo, do you know what happened? When I took over the microphone, suddenly I, don't know, I, don't know, I didn't know what to do. I was so confused. I didn't know what I was saying. He said, I couldn't see the the whole, everything on my screen. I couldn't see it. I mean, I'm talking about this church. He said, the laptop is open. It's not that the laptop is gone off, low battery or nothing. The laptop is, but I couldn't see anything. And and then I I told him, next time you are coming to preach here at Miracle Service, you prepare better. (laughs) Because some of you, if I give you this microphone, one which can can sit there, And then you, you just be confused. That's why people who think ministry is cheap talk, you see, they are the jokers. You know, I, as I stand here now, I'm preaching. It looks so easy. You, you think it's just natural. you think I just ate and slept the whole week and come and stand here. Oh, shout, yay! Yeah, shout, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Say, I'm a winner. Say, you see, that's why many of you think pastoral work is very easy. Do you, you know many people think pastors are lazy people? Yeah, but you don't know. It's because you are not in it. You are not in it. Many of you here, if I give you this church for just one month and I leave, the, the number of people who come here will be only be 10. 10 people. Even my pastors. I can give this church to any of them and leave. And the number will reduce to their level. <laughs> Amen? Yes. Everything happening in this church is not because of God alone. It's because of principle. Because God does not violate principle. God doesn't violate principle. Yes, the church is for God. The ch- why the church? Oh, so is that ICG. That's why ICG. If you put signboard, people will just come. Go to other ICG churches and see whether there's no signboard there. Some, if you go to Pastor Kujo's place now, the number of people, is like five times what I have here. But here a signboard. I have the same signboard. But, but there are other ICG churches. When you go there, our church is, is much more than them. But you will see our signboard there. F- fortunately now, Our signboard is standardized so that there will be no excuse. Don't be deceived. It is not only because of the signboard. It is not only because of the name ICGC. It is not only because it is God. All these factors I'm mentioning are important. But in addition to God, to the church, to the signboard, there is also the place for spiritual authority. Stature in the spirit. A man of God can pray for you and you see some change instantly. Another man of God will have to pray for you for the next one month for you to see the same results. And there are some people who can see a vision about you, but they can't do anything about it because they don't have the stature to deal with the issue. That's why you can't be deceived by vision alone. If vision was ranking, then Prophet Yahweh should be highly above Dr. Otabel. But when we go to our pastor's retreats and Dr. Otabel is praying for people, Prophet Yahweh, he kneels down. Amen. Because it's not vision alone. Then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately they met him out of the tombs. A man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among tombs and no one could bind him. This guy was so possessed. No human being can contain him. Even if he used chains to tie him, he breaks the chains. I don't know what kind of strength is that. A human being can break chains? Well, that's what the Bible is saying. I don't know, you can't even tie him with chains. Do you know demons can make people very strong like that? One day in the north, I saw a very small boy saying, warn that man, oh, because if I hit him once, he will not rise again. I said, (laughs) hey, some slim, smallish, tall guy, sorry, short guy, he said, everybody should warn him, oh. It was a lorry station. And the man we are talking about was a very thick, tall man. But you can see that the guy, he has some powers. He has some powers. He has some powers. Hallelujah. Yeah, the guy has some powers. So thankfully, this TikTok man knew the guy was not exaggerating or he was not just playing. You know, you can tell the difference. You know, some people they can, you know, like they can just say things, but they 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 are they, they are not strong. I'll beat you right now, but you can't do anything. But there are also people when they talk, you know that you don't need to play. So so this man was possessed with demons, verse 4, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains and the chains had been pulled apart by him and the shackles broken in pieces. Neither could anyone tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. This Demon possessed man full of powers that people fear him because of his strength. You can't even tie him with chains. The Bible said when he saw Jesus far away, not even close, you know, because there is a level of the spirit you get to. Some people cannot get close to you. There is a realm of the spirit when you are there. Some people have demons. They can't, one, they can't look straight into your face. Two, they can't come too close to you. But when this man saw Jesus far away, He knew that a higher authority is around. The Bible says he ran and went to worship. Some Bible verses say he went to bow. Now, Jesus had not even said anything. Jesus had not said, where is the most powerful demon in the area? Jesus didn't say anything. The man by himself, driven by the demons, they recognized that a higher authority, a higher power is in the area. He ran and bowed, verse 7. And cried out with a loud voice, What have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I implore you by God that you do not torment me. Now the important lesson we learn here is that demons know you, and they know your level. You can can stand here and say all the big things. If you've lost the fire, they know. (laughs) If you have it, they know. He said, Jesus, the Son of the Most High God. What have have I to do with you? Why did you come here? You just came to worry us. You you have just come to worry us. Please, I'm begging you, don't torment me. That is stature. Now, can you imagine Jesus struggling with such a demon? Can you imagine Jesus saying, leave? And then he'll say, "Mm -hmm." praise the Lord. Verse 8, for he said to him, come out of the man, unclean spirits. Then he asked him, what is your name? And he answered saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. We are many. Legion means 6,000. So this man was possessed with 6,000 demons in one person. And he begged him earnestly that he would not send him out of the country. He said, you are free to drive me out by please. Don't drive me away from the territory. Because my assignment is territorial. So don't drive me out of the territory. Now a large head of swine was feeding there near the mountains. So all the demons begged him saying, send us to the swine that we may enter them. Satan number one place he wants to stay is in human beings but if he can't get human beings he, he loves la- to stay in animals if he can't get animals then he goes to trees and other creation like rocks largely demons want to stay in human beings because human nature is so powerful if they can take hold of one human being they can use that person to achieve more than animals i'm praying that this year you will increase in stature So that you can stop struggling with demons. You can stop struggling with little, little, little demons. The time has come for you to catch witches in your dream and give them severe beatings. Time has come for you to to be so strong spiritually that, you know, every demonic person that comes close to you should be, "Mm, leave that guy alone. So how do you increase in stature? Number one, humble yourself before the Lord. Humble yourself to God. First Peter chapter 5, verse 5 to 6. It says, likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. Why? For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. God resists the proud, and he gives grace to the humble. Look at verse 6. It said, therefore, therefore, because God resists the pride, the proud, and gives grace to the humble, He said, therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. So, so what the scripture means is that your level in the spirit depends on your level of humility, your level in the spirit, hallelujah, your level in the spirit determines your, your, your level of what? Depends on your level of humility. Your stature increases based on your level of humility. Everybody say humility. The book of James chapter 4, verse 7. It said, therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Submit to God. Resist the devil. And what would the devil do? He will flee. So... <laughs> Your level of submission to God determines your stature. And that is what affects the extent to which the devil obeys your command. If you resist him and he refuses to flee, it is because you have not first submitted to God. Hallelujah. And it's easy for you to be a Christian and not submit to God. You've not humbled yourself to God. How do you humble yourself to God? Number one, the way you worship him. You must be a worshipper. Worship is the time we, we honor God. We acknowledge who he is and who we are. That we are human. He is our creator. That we can never be at the same level with him. Worship is the time you acknowledge that without God you are nothing. You are nothing. Worship is the time you, 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 you can be able to deal with your pride. Because sometimes... We are very quick to forget who we are and where God took us from, and how that, if not for God, we wouldn't be where we are. <laughs> I like, I like, I like, I like today's uh, 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 exhortation that you know, thank God for hard work, but success it comes only from God. Worship is the time you try to remember the many people you started with. Some of them were better than you. Some of your classmates in school they were more brilliant than you. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I get surprised that some of the people that I started ministry with, some of them that I I knew, they will go very far. Some of the people that I used to wish, "Mm, I wish God can give me half of the anointing they have. Just half. Today, they are nowhere. Some of them have left ministry. Some have died. Some are still in need, but every day you meet them is one story after another. They realize that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to men of skill, nor favor, riches to, to, to men of understanding, nor favor to men of skill. But look, listen. The Bible says it is not his mercy we are not destroyed. His compassion. Never fail. His messages are new every morning. Worship is the time we humble ourselves. That is why the only thing that can make somebody not worship is pride. Pride. When you come to church, please remember that you are a human being. And if you know how fragile human nature is, then you see that you are not still alive because you are a smart person. Hallelujah. Yes. Worship helps us to humble ourselves. Don't feel too big to give him glory. To give God glory. To openly declare who God is and what he has done in your life. You humble yourself before God. Hallelujah. Yeah. To humble yourself before God doesn't mean that you submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. The Lordship of Jesus. The Lordship of Jesus. The word Lord means master. The word Lord means what? Master. That means, and the word, the word Lord also means owner. That Jesus must not only be your savior, he must also be your Master. That means that after Jesus has saved you, you have to willingly surrender your life to him. He won't take it by force. Jesus will never take your life by force. God has never taken over anybody's life. Otherwise, everybody should have been saved by now. Jesus came to die for everybody. But until the day you said, Jesus, I give you my life. He doesn't come in. Hello? Yeah. 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 So when you say, this is my life, I'll live it the way I like, he lives it for you. And there are many born-again Christians who are still saying, this is my life. You know, the day you said that God lives it for you, he said, oh, it's yours, take it. Let's see how far you can go with it. Hallelujah. Yeah. And when you surrender to his lordship, it means he becomes the master. What he says you should do is what you do. Where he says you should go is where you go. What he said you should not do, you don't do it. Hello? Yeah, you don't, you don't do things because, because somebody is watching. You know, that is why, that's why we, we, we always have hypocrisy in, in Christianity. We, we, we are religious in the presence of people and out there, We are something else. Sometimes you can be surprised what Christians do out there. Why? Because Jesus is not the Lord of their lives. If Jesus is the Lord of your life, you will say, I cannot do this because my master has not permitted me to do it. That is humility. That is humility if you can come to the place where his will becomes more paramount in your life than your own will, then you're about to see increase in stature. Yeah, submitting your life to his lordship that he did not only save you for the sake of it, he saved you so that he can be your master. That is the place where your life begins to grow and expand and enlarge, and prosper, and go very far. If you keep your life in your own hands, it will shrink till it's destroyed. You can't protect yourself, can you? No. You can't bless yourself, can you? It is only God who can protect you. It's only God who can move you forward. It's only God who can lift you up. It's only God who can bless you. It's only God who can open doors for you. It's only God who can prosper you. If you don't submit your life to him, he, you remain like that. The third way to, to humble yourself to God is to submit to spiritual authority. Jesus said something. He said, he who receives you, receives me. He was talking to the apostles. The book of Matthew 23, verse 12, He says, He said, whoever exalts himself will be humbled. If you lift yourself up, something will bring you down. It's a law of the Spirit. Hello? Yes. Trying to be what you are not. Claiming to be what you are not. Portraying to be what you are not. You will never become what you are. You are not. You will never be. But he said, whoever humbles himself will be exalted. It has nothing to do with how long you have been born again. It has nothing to do with how long you have been going to church. It has everything to do with the principle. So you can just serve God and see a great increase, significant increase spiritually in your spiritual life. Or you'll just be at the same level for a long time. Because of pride. Sometimes, you know, when we come to church and it's time to pray, sometimes I look at people, I said, Hey, so this person doesn't he have any need. You know what? Some people can't even pray in church, pride. Some people try to be gentle, even in prayer time. It's pride. Some people try to be gentle, praise worship time, pride. Some people try, try to be gentle, praises time. Is what? It's pride. That is pride. When you say, I should tell people, it's pride. Coming to church to direct preaching to people is pride. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I'm preaching to you, not to them. I'm preaching to you. I'm preaching to you. I'm preaching to you. Amen. Amen. Number two way to increase your spiritual stature is to spend adequate time in God's presence. Okay, so stay in God's presence regularly. Psalm 91. Psalm 91. Yeah, this is what I want. Can I read Psalm 91 verse 1? Psalm 91 verse 1. It says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. There's a place called the secret place of the Most High. Can I tell you where that place is? The presence of God. The presence of God is the secret place of That's the only place when you are there, Satan can locate you. The presence of God. Verse 9 will tell you is the, why I'm saying that. Verse 9. Verse 9 will tell you why I'm saying it. It said, because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. Your dwelling place. The presence of God is the secret place. And the Bible said, those who dwell... He didn't say those who visit, those who dwell. Dwell means staying there. Staying in God's presence. Staying in God's presence. If you are a Christian and you don't know how to spend time with God alone, very busy. Spiritually, you will be very shallow. You spiritually, you will be very shallow. You can quote a lot of scriptures and nothing will happen because you are shallow. You must know how to make time to spend to be with God daily. Me and God alone. Switch off your phone, turn off the TV, turn off the radio, sack everybody away, and spend time with God. Hello. That's the time you talk to him. There are periodic times in your life when you must have personal retreats. Personal retreat. That means you alone with God for the whole day or for days. <laughs> you come out. You know the Bible said, one day Moses stayed on the mountain of God, Mount Sinai. For 40 days, he did not eat, and he was not hungry. Because there is something about the presence of God. When you are there, you lose interest in food. You lose interest in material things. You lose interest in all the things of the world. His presence is so powerful that when you are there, all you want is him alone. All you want is him. More of him in your life. More of him in your life. The Bible said when Moses was coming back after 40 days and 40 nights, he was carrying the two tablets of stone containing the Ten Commandments. And his face was shining. His face was shining. People couldn't look into his face. Because he has spent time with God. James chapter 4. James 4, verse 8. James 4, verse 8. He said, therefore, submit to God. No, no, no. Verse 8, please. Verse 8. He said, draw near to God. And he will draw near to you. (laughs) So... How close God is to you depends on how close you get to him. How close God is to you depends on how close you get to him. Hello? So when you see somebody said, God is with this person. God is not partial. He doesn't bypass one person to get closer to another. It is individual initiative that makes the difference. If God is with somebody, the person made it happen. If the presence of God is very strong on somebody, the person made it happen. 2 Chronicles 15 from verse 2. 2 Chronicles 15 verse 2. And he went to meet Asa and said to him, Hear me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will also Forsake you. Hallelujah. God is not desperate about seeing you. <laughs> you, are, you are literally insignificant in his absence. He's not that desperate about you, about you. If you abandon him, he will abandon you. He has more other people pursuing him that if you abandon him, is if you say, from today, I will not follow God, he doesn't care. He said, if you seek him, you know, David said in Psalm 63, David said, you know, one of the secrets of David, the great anointing upon his life. He said, oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. Not later, early. He said, my soul tests for you my flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. David said, that is the extent to which I get hungry. How regularly you stay in God's presence determines how high you rise in stature spiritually. Let me give you the last one. The last key to increasing your stature is developing your inner strength. Developing your inner strength. Somebody say inner strength. One more time, say inner strength. One more time, say inner strength. Mm. Developing your inner strength. Let me show you an example in Luke chapter 2 verse 40. This is also about Jesus. And the child grew. This scripture is talking about Jesus. And became strong in spirit. That's inner strength. Strong in spirit. Give me Luke 180. Luke 180. This is about John the Baptist. And the child grew and became strong in spirit. So you have to know how to become strong in spirit. Stronger in spirit. Spiritually strong. That's why Apostle Paul said, be strong in the Lord. That means the Father you are born again does not mean you are spiritually strong. As I'm talking now, all of us here, our level of strength spiritually is different. But Bible said, Jesus became strong in spirit because your strength spiritually determines how much of the devil you can beat. (laughs) Amen. I said, amen. Yeah. Yeah. There are things God will never show you because you you can't handle it. He won't even show you. There are things you are dealing with now. God cannot show it to you because you, you are too weak. Hallelujah. Ephesians 3, verse... Um, give me the scripture in Ephesians 3. He said... Can we read it together? Ready? Go. That he will grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be what? Strengthening with might through... Where? In the inner man. To be strengthened. To to be strengthened with might through his spirit. In the inner man, not in your physical body. Physical strength is good. But spiritual strength is more important. Because if you lose the fight spiritually... You will lose it physically. Strong in spirit, strong in spirit, amen. Strong in spirit. So he's a very small girl. That's what they will say. Say don't mind that she's small. But when you go on your knees and you begin to take authority, said I arrest every power. I bring these powers under bondage. I destroy. And you see that hey. You guys are stronger, but every power of the devil has be brought under control. Strong in spirit. strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. In the inner man. So as you take care of your body, eating every day, you must also remember there is an inner man That's what Jesus said man shall not live by bread alone. Bread makes you physically strong, but spiritually weak. Let me say that again. Good food makes you spiritually strong, spiritually weak. Hello? Let me say that again. Good food. Makes you spiritually strong. Sorry. <laughs> good food makes you physically strong but spiritually weak. Hallelujah. So I said, everybody tell him food is very good, but it makes you phys- uh, physically strong. And spiritually weak. So, so, eat well, but fast too. One of the ways to increase your inner strength, number one, fasting. That's what Jesus said to the disciples. He said, this kind does not go except by Prayer. And fasting. Some of you, some of the things you are dealing with, a little bit more fasting will help you out. But you will never do it. You will never do it. You will never do it. Yeah. Fasting. Number two, praying for long hours. Hmm. Amen. If you want to be spiritually strong, stop praying five minutes, ten minutes pray an hour in the morning, pray an hour in the evening. And once a while, get a day where you pray for three hours alone. And do you know there's a lot to pray about? Your, Your life alone, there's a lot to pray about your life alone. How can you pray five minutes and expect to see much happen? Pray for long hours. Number three, pray in the night. Not every night you sleep. Some nights, wake up and pray. Number four, pray in tongues. Pray in the spirits. Hallelujah. Yeah, pray in tongues. Number five, get more knowledge of scripture. The word of God is food for your spirit. That's what Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. So if you study the Bible regularly, you are feeding your spirit. So today, what I'm doing right now, I'm feeding you spiritually. Amen. I'm feeding you spiritually so that you can become stronger spiritually. That's why even... even even how, how well you listen to preaching affects your spiritual stature. Mm. How well you listen to scripture because every time I stand here preaching the word of God, I'm feeding you spiritually. I'm feeding you spiritually so that you can be spiritually built up and strong. Amen? And every time you come to church Hoping, you know, to hear God talk to you, he will talk to you. He will talk to you from his word. During the preaching, he talks to you. Developing your inner man. The last one is increasing your faith. We'll continue next week. Let's rise up and pray. I wanted to pray and ask the Lord to increase you in stature. Then pray. Lord, increase my spiritual stature. In 2022, let me see increase in spiritual stature. Because I need it to prevail in the spirits. In Jesus' name. Lift up your two hands. Father, I pray for everyone. I rebuke every lousiness in the spirits. I rebuke every lousiness, every profanity, every hindrance to the spiritual growth of your children. I destroy it. In the name of Jesus, this year, I pray that the spiritual life of people will increase. Stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. Let the weakest in this church Conquered every work of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, give everyone might and strength this year to prevail, to overcome, to conquer, and to defeat the powers of the devil. In Jesus' name, amen. Hope you've been blessed by today's message can contact Reverend Hubert on 030-340-7970 or 24 33 Remain blessed.